trigger warning, this episode mentions sexual assault and rape. Hello and welcome back to Enlightenment and Laughter. And today, this is Rose's story, Sad Truth Behind Sexual Assault. You guys might be wondering who Rose is, and I can finally announce that Rose, as well as a new member called Sky, are going to be joining us as part of our team. This is Rose. Hello! <laughs> God, as you can tell, it's going to be another chaotic episode. Um, of course. <laughs> but at the same time, it's obviously going to be very serious, considering the topic we're on about. Yeah. So. But we're going to love it. It's going to be amazing. We're, we're going to do it. We're going to work on it. It's going to um, be... A roller coaster. Obviously, if you if you know if you know this podcast, this whole podcast is a but we roller coaster. Love this podcast. Exactly. Basically, can you just tell us a bit about yourself? Okay, so see, so, Rose. Um, my story happened within this year, let's say, and I've come to terms with it in a way, but it still does affect me day to day. And I'm amazing. <laughs> in a way, you have to spread awareness about it, even if you don't want to say the full matter. You need to... But it took me ages to report what happened to me. But you should, because, you know, I don't know what to say. You're doing better than I am. <laughs> God. Yeah, like, you should, because most women have gone through either sexual assault or sexual harassment, and they have dealt with it. But you shouldn't keep that person in depth where they think they can do it again because you haven't reported it. Uh, it took... Well, I was not going to report what happened to me. I was just going to let it slide. I was like, it's just a one-off. Uh, although he had been doing it to me for ages. And my mates came to me and I was like, you need to report it, otherwise we will just do it by, myself, like, by yourself and we won't bring you along. And in a way, I felt like I should have defended him because let's just say he's not the best of people. And when he got angry, he got very angry, let's say. So, yeah. This is more than I've known at all, so. I know. I'm, I'm taking it all in. Um, it's like, you are the viewer. <laughs> I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, basically. And something I just want to say off the back of what you said is, more importantly, which is why, the reason why I wanted to do this more so, no offence, because this is obviously your okay. episode, but... <laughs> Is for me, I wanted to spread the awareness for men as well. Because oh, yeah, definitely. when you hear about sexual assault, even me as a male, my brain goes women. And I hate that. I hate that about myself yeah. anyway. But like, I know when, like, when, when, we, when we think of sexual assault in a whole, everyone's brain goes to women. And it does happen yeah. to men. But you hear it a lot less because men are. Men are made to feel like, oh, yeah, men can't be sexually assaulted, men can't be raped, which is a load of shit. They can't do it. They can't cry. Well, yes, they can. (laughs) Yeah, yes, they can. They can. Because, like, when you hit, like, what what we've been told, we've had a lesson in school before, and we were told, oh, yeah, men can't be sexually assaulted or raped. And we, even the girls in our class kind of just went, hold up, that's a load of bullshit. 
Yeah, it's like... <laughs> because people always say, like, oh, yeah, the men have the weapon, quotation mark, quotation mark, yeah. quotation mark. And <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of the ones you hear about are males, but... And as well, I feel like, in a way, there's more gender norms towards the women when it happens. And most stories that you hear, like, this probably sounds really horrible, but I mean it from the deepest bit of my heart. Most stories you hear from men sound like it turns out they did, it didn't actually happen. When in reality, it does happen to men. It happens to everyone. Like, it could literally, it could be a bloody neighbour and you wouldn't know about it. It happens to basically everyone. And that's something I don't agree with because, in a way, you know, it's just, why would you want to do that on someone? And especially with child-on-child sexual assault or rape. Like, they, some people class that as not rape or not sexual assault. That is because it still happened and you still didn't consent to it. It's just, it annoys me. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like, I, I feel like it's more common in children. Yeah, or child, child, But it's less reported. Yeah. Because like, I've heard many stories of it from different people from different schools. I've not ever heard it being dealt with or like the person who did it get yeah. it like come up like, it's like showbiz way like come up and so I can't think of the right word yeah like with mine mine was child and child mine happened in school which was not very good to be fair <laughs> to be fair not a good experience don't no, recommend I wasn't going to report it, and mine was child on child. And in a way, child on child, it's like, what they given the excuse that their mindsets haven't grown yet, but you still know what consent is because you learn it from an early age. I learned it from, like, eight. I knew yeah. it. But it's, just, it's like you can't give them an excuse and then tell the victim not to report it when the victim knows what happened to them and the groomer, well, not the groomer, the sexual assault, person i don't what's it called the assault sir yeah i'm just gonna say assault sir let's use that. that they know what they did and they try to cover their tracks up oh predator that's the word that's it there we go we got there there. We go. well <laughs> we said it'd be a roller coaster the way this episode kind of like these type of episodes work because the specialist episodes we kind of bring in the person introduce the person and they kind of say about themselves and then we kind of go to, like, the actual, what, the definition. I'm using air quotes, so if you can see it. Like, <laughs> like the definition <laughs> of it. And this yeah. is kind of what I found online when I Googled it before we started. The legal mm-hmm. definition of sexual assault in England and Wales is when someone intentionally touches another person in a sexual man- manner without personal consent. My question about that statement is, why is that the definition only in UK and Wales? Yeah. Surely that's that the definition works. everywhere. Yeah. But that's not the and point. So I think it's people think it's the normal, and that absolutely baffles me. Like you wouldn't think someone walking around town, let's say, for example, a man with his, I don't know, man with his wife. You don't know if that wife got assaulted or that man got assaulted. You wouldn't know anything about him. You don't know whether they had a bad childhood or whatever. Like it could, anything could happen. But I find it really fascinating because I think it's like ninety nine in a hundred people have had something to do with sexual harassment or assault and i'll find that crazy because like i can say this because like i didn't before you told me about this like i saw you for like weeks after and none of us in the drama group were part of realized like i know it's something that you don't realize but like you you expect in a situation a person to act differently but you were so normal 
Yeah, like as a victim, you try to you try your best to act completely fine. You try to like wipe it out your head. It's some I don't know what it's called, but it's something what the brain does. Like if they take in too much trauma, they just erase it from your memory. Oh, I barely know anything. I barely know anything that happened from it. Like I know that he did it to me, but I don't know what exactly went down until I reported it. I mean, it's just trauma. Because like when you when you go through something like that. Your brain goes, I want you to forget it. It's easier to forget it than to remember yeah. it and live with it. So there's a word which I should know because I do psychology, but I have no idea, where <laughs> the brain kind of just goes, just hide it, like cloud it almost. Yeah. Like, so like put it in a box and forget about it. Yeah. So <laughs> how I remember it is your bit of your monkey brain just goes, no, bite it or flight it. Just leave it alone. Just source it out. Don't think about it. Just, yeah. That's how I remember it. And I think what else? <laughs> I feel like from like the perspective of your friend, like yeah. when you told me about it and like none of us had realised, I feel like I felt worse because I was kind of sat there. I was like, "How didn't I? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. How didn't I realise something was know. wrong?" Yeah, it, like, like it sounds stupid because like it's nothing to do with you, but like <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things where I sat there and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, like this happened. Like, ha- like, almost like how? Like, how did we realize something was wrong? Yeah. And um, I kind of sat there and I was like, like shocked. No. More to the point, because you were, you seemed so normal. Yeah. It's just like you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought it happened because I just seem like my everyday self. You did. You did, and you were because you were kind and of remember- that. Like, sorry. <laughs> I remember you text me the day it happened. It was after school. You was like, oh, how was school? I just act like asking how my day was and I was like oh my god I can't deal with this like I can't tell him like oh my god because it was the day it happened and I was I was so scared and I was like do I tell him do I just keep it a secret I kept it secret for ages but I think oh my god it must have been that whole week where it first happened because it was on the Monday it happened I remember the date and everything it was on the Monday when it happened for that whole week I didn't speak to anyone I have a boyfriend and I just I didn't speak to him I didn't say a word to him I was like I can't look at you I can't even like because I wanted to distance myself from people in a way yeah but on the RJ so when we go to drama I was like right put up a front be yourself talk to people I think that was the first time I actually had a conversation in weeks it was mental because I feel I felt guilty that i'd reported it but at the same time i felt strong in a way yeah something that i can kind of add on to that is a lot of victims who do go through it especially women once again going back to the stereotype (laughs) of like yeah men man man and woman but like most women who do go through that experience kind of then think back through it and like what did i do wrong yeah definitely i was like, like did i it was like, did I convince him that I wanted it? Did I like, was it my fault? Did I, what's it called? I don't know what it's called, but it's like, did I hint that I wanted it in a way? Where now that I look back at it now, I was like, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I sat no, in a chair. Didn't. Like, <laughs> I sat in a chair. That was it. That's all I did. But like a lot of like stories I've read about because I did a lot of research because because like, when you told me you wanted to do this, I wanted to kind of be like prepared I need to, to know, know what to speak stuff. about. Because, yeah. like, it's not something, like, I'd like to know about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. like, when you said you wanted to do it, I did a bit of research. And 
it, I've seen, I've saw so many about women being there, like, didn't wear the wrong outfit or blah, blah, blah. I know oh, it's different people you're in school, but like. No, I was in my school uniform. The most uniform violate, like the most thing you could show when people blame you and it's like, oh, it's what you're wearing. The most they could blame for was a tight skirt. That was it. I wore a jumper, tie, a long sleeve top because it was like, it was very cold that day. Tights and dolly shoes. That was it. And a skirt, yeah. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing that I, like, there's nothing that you did wrong. Like, that's not, in any yeah. situation like this, it isn't the victim's fault. Yeah. I just, I remember when, obviously, I didn't want to report it. I had to take my mate with me. I was like, come on, like, you have to come with me. Otherwise, I won't. I didn't speak in it. I'd like, it was like, I froze up. And my mate was like, do you want me to tell him? I was like, yes, please. So she told him the hot full story. She was amazing. I love her so much. Love her to bit. And I just, I remember sitting there shaking. Like they generally thought something was wrong with me. They was like, do we need to call an ambulance? Are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm just having a panic attack. I'll be fine in a minute. And I remember freezing up, not speaking. It's like I went mute. So like, do you know yeah. when you mute yourself on a phone call? I was just like that. It was mental. And I remember the first time I started talking again was when I was on the phone to my mum. I just remember bursting out in tears and I was like, Mum, please come pick me up. And she picked me up. But yeah, it wasn't a very good day. Oh no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but uh, yeah. You don't have to answer this, but like, how did you find like telling your boyfriend? So he was in all day isolation. He wasn't <laughs> the best at the time. I was like, the time when I needed him the most, he obviously, he couldn't come out of all day isolation. I just remember before I went to told the teachers, the boy that did it, so I see, I was trying to get to my boyfriend to tell him, and the boy that did it found out, so he was chasing me all around the buildings with my mates. That's what gave me more panic, I think, because I was like, oh my God, this is like a horror movie, like, he's going to do something to me again, like, he's going to take, like, I don't know what was yeah. going through my house. Because he's one of those, like, he's, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to put a stereotype, but he's one of the people where you'd think he would carry knives. And I was like, he's going to stab me, like, he's going to do something to me. I'm, like, I'm going to, like, drop dead on my mate's arms. Like, it's going to be no traumatising for and everything. No offence, but, Rose, but, like, that's your school in general. Uh... I know. <laughs> and I remember he lost us, and I, I strand raped, can't speak, for the, the isolation. I banged on the door. I was like, I need him now. Like, get him out, please. Just remember, he came out. I burst into tears. I hugged him. He was like, what the fuck's gone on? Like, cause obviously, he was in all, all their day. Like, he didn't know what went on. I was like, something's happened. Like, just, I need a hug right now. And one of my mates told him, well, see, at the time, he'd be fuming. Because, like, in a way, that's, like, that's his girlfriend. And he wasn't there to protect me. Obviously, he couldn't. Because, one, he weren't there when it happened. And two, it's just... It could happen to anyone. Yeah, it wasn't his. It wasn't his fault, and it wasn't your fault. Yeah, and reported it. But I remember, yeah. like, when you the day you told me, I I remember asking, "What did your boyfriend say?" Yeah. And then so you were like, oh, "Yeah, he wanted to kill her." And I was like, "Yes, okay, it's not just me then, because like, I yeah. I remember feeling so like pissed off, like not at you, yeah. like knowing that it happened, and I was just like, I was really yeah. acting. I was like, I I can't even. That's why I asked about him. I was like. Because if I'm this angry, I can't imagine how the how he feels. <laughs> and that's kind of how my he brain works. So angry. I just remember his face, like it was like steam was coming out his ears. It was mental. I'm not surprised. But yeah, he's okay. He's okay with it now. 
He I'm not okay with it. Obviously, he's not okay with it, but he came <laughs> to with it. He was like, it's happened. I will, like, I'll help you if you ever need it. Like, And now, if you know, like, holds my hand or something, he always asks, like, is this okay? Like, do you want me to stop? Because obviously, in a way, you don't want to start doing things again because of what's happened. Like, it's like the trauma. Yeah. So he always asks, like, is it okay if I hug you? Is it okay if I hold hands with you? Like, is this okay? And he asks, like, continuously. It does get on my nerves quite a bit because I'm like, <laughs> yes, it's okay. I've told you, like, a million times before, like, it's okay. But it's just, like, it, he reassures me in a way. But in but that in the same respect of that, though, something was to happen where you felt really, like, those feelings really brought back up and he did yes. just hug you all with your hand and then it did set you off. Like, yeah. it, I can understand why he would go... Keep asking you, ask, keep, keep asking you, yeah. asking Because if he so, did it one day and you like flinched or you like moved away or said no, then he'd be like, He's like, what, okay. Like, how have I, what, what, yeah. what, 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 blah, blah, blah. So I remember one time he did that, he was asking, he's like, can I hold your hand? And I think it's like a couple, I think it's like a week after it happened, obviously. I was still in shock. Like, I was in shock for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's like, and then I remember it was just before school because I met him. I was like, I'm just going to walk into school. I'll calm down. Like, I'll see you in a bit. I remember he came back into school and he bought me all these things. He's like, I'm really sorry. Like, I know I couldn't help you when it happened, but I've bought you these. I hope your day gets better. I just remember crying my eyes out to him. I was like, oh, my God, you're literally the best. Like, thank you. It was really sweet. <laughs> but you kind of need that support system, especially with yeah. what happened. Yeah, like, You're kind of lucky in a way because yeah. there are so many boys who would be there like, who would turn around and be like, Oh, you're overreacting, or blah blah blah. Yeah. blah. So, so like, you're really looking to have a boy who's like, Oh, I want to protect you, but like, yeah, kill, kill the witch. And all that. <laughs> kill the witch. I know, like, there's some boys, and it's like, I don't like, I've seen it on social media. There's some boys where uh, the girlfriends had it done, they're like, Oh my god, another man's touched you, I don't want to touch you anymore. It's like, that's not what they need, they need support to yeah. make them feel better in the long run. And especially mm. with, like, men, though, I'm doing both sides. Like, with men, yeah. there are the women who turn around and be like, oh, no, it wasn't sexual assault, you just cheated on me, and now you're making up an excuse. I'm like, no, no, that's really not it. <laughs> no, yeah, just get like... over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> get over so... yourself for five seconds. It's nothing to do with you. You didn't want yeah, this. Yeah, it's like, definitely with men, like obviously, I'm a woman, so I can't... Women, like, if they cry, everyone goes, oh, you're right. But if a boy cries, they're like, oh, man up. No, like, men can cry too. And it really annoys me because, like, yeah. in a way, it's it's like stereotypes. Like, you have to... Like, we all have emotions. We all have eyes. Like, everyone cries. Even bloody animals cry. Like, everyone cries at some point. And it just it annoys me. I know my boyfriend, he's always he's like, I'm fine, I'm not crying. And I'm like... I can see tears in your eyes. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm not one of them people. You can cry to me, I promise. Yeah. I know, in a way, like I'm lucky in that because I do go to the same school as my boyfriend. So, like, I can see if anything's happened. And I can always see if he's upset. Like, oh, no, if he's upset, in a way. Like, my school is probably one of the worst schools ever. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best school to go to. I definitely wouldn't recommend it. No. But I am very lucky that I do go to the same school with them. Obviously, it's a bad school. Stuff happens all the time. Like you just you know that happened with me in my school. So you can tell how bad my school is. But, yeah. yeah, I'd say that was kind of as like generalizing everything. We we yeah. we chose a couple of like four points. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't like all like some like we chose points. like yeah, we chose some key points to like kind of talk about. And the first one we've actually talked about kind of fits in with what you've been on about anyway. Yeah. We chose um sexual assault in schools specific specifically. Blah, 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 blah. I hate yeah. English. English is horrible. Specific specifically, he says with a list. <laughs> and I feel like I can't really comment on this as much because with my school, mm-hmm. I'm lucky to go to a, a, a good a, a good school considered well, yeah. good school considering what happened to everyone else's schools. Yeah. So I really hear this stuff. Yeah, a lot happens in my school, <laughs> and as well with like sexual assault in social media. Obviously, you hear more about women's sexual assault because men don't come out as more. This is the first time I've actually came up to people outside of my family and outside of my school who I've said this to, so it's a big step for me, in a way. Yeah. But you never know the backlash of it. Like, it could, it could always be like, oh, my God, like, I'm so sorry this has happened to you. But it could also be, well, that's different. Like, it's not your fault. Fu- like, it is your fault. Like, yeah. if what, like, you were to blame for it. Like, you never know the outcome. And I think that's what pressures victims more to, co- like, to not come out because they don't want bad backlash, but they also think, well, there might be good backlash on it. Yeah. I'm currently literally bringing up the government website which gives me like statistics and stuff about yeah. like especially in schools i'm trying to like read for <laughs> <laughs> um i know that with my school obviously i told teachers and they suggested childline for me with childline i think obviously it's not childish but i feel like teenagers and people our age don't want to go to there because they think it's childish Obviously, there's the Samaritans, but that's more for, you know, people who've got suicidal thoughts or whatever. That sounds pretty bad, or whatever. I don't mean that. (laughs) It's like suicidal thoughts or like they're thinking of doing it. And I feel like they need to have a sexual assault hotline for teenagers. And make it more clear in schools. So I believe there is one. But yeah. it's never really shown to you. It's more like, just go to Childline. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> like, I know I rung up Childline when it happened and they were just like, she's trying to have a hot bath and a cup of tea. One, I don't think that's going to work. Two, I don't even like tea. So it definitely <laughs> won't work. <laughs> like, that yeah. would not work for me. <laughs> but yeah. I'll say, I've, got, I've got this here, which I'm going to read because I have no idea what it actually says. But basically, this is the on the website on the gov- on the government website. It kind of goes on about this review that they did in thirty-two different schools and colleges, where yeah. they spoke to over nine hundred children and young people about about the prevalence on peer on peer sexual harassment, blah 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 blah, sexual sexual harassment and violence, including online in their lives and in the in the lives of their peers. They spoke to leaders, teachers, governors. LSPs, parents, and stakeholders, and finally in, reviewed to the extent of the two. It's okay, you can do this. We said it'd be a roller coaster. And finally reviewed the extent of which in, of which the inspection has given sufficient oversight of the issue, and considered how the statutory statutory guidance could be strengthened. Is there any actual statistics here? <laughs> Not. I know it's like with women, it's like ninety nine point nine percent of women have 
had sexual assault done to them. The rapid thematic review revealed how prevalent sexual harassment and online sexual abuse are for young people and children. It's concerning for, that for some children, incidents are so commonplace that they see no point in reporting them. The, this review did not analyse whether the issue is more or less prevalent for different groups of young people, and there may well be differences, but it found that the issue is so widespread that it needs addressing for all children and young people. It recommends that schools, colleges and multi-agency par partners, act, partners acts as though sexual harassment and online sexual abuse are happening, even when there are no specific reports. On our visits, girls told us that sexual harassment and online abuse, such as being sent unsolicited, unsolicited explicit sexual material and being pressured to send nude pictures, are more prevalent than, adult realize, than adults realise. For example, nearly 90% of girls and nearly 50% of, boy, of boys said being sent explicit to said be sent explicit 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 pictures or videos of things they did not want to see happened a lot more a lot or sometimes to them or to their peers. Children and young people told us that sexual harassment occurs so frequently that it's become commonplace. For example, ninety two percent of girls and seventy four percent of boys said sexist name calling happens a lot or sometimes to them or their peers. The frequency of these harmful sexual behaviors means that some children and some young people consider them normal. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. It is. It's like 92, 92 girl, 92% of girls and 74% of boys with their sexual name-calling and the nudes yeah. thing with 90% and 50% of boys. To That's be fair, with most people, I know definitely on Snapchat, they want to have like on their Snap maps like a whole field and that, oh, I did it to me and it's like every single day you got a dick pic you got something you didn't want and now it's just like I'm just like I don't want anyone anymore I just I'll have my friends and that's it like, no thank you like no more I've had enough for my life but, but I yeah. can agree how like common it has got especially with some of those things which we don't really realize what is classed as sexual assault anymore yeah. It's like sexual, like, what was it? The sexual, sexist name calling. Like, that happens like, so much at our school. Made a false claim. I Googled it so many times within the week it happened. I was Googling, like, when I had ICT, I was Googling it in secret. I was like, was it actually it? Was I lying? Was it like, and yes, it was sexual assault. Yeah. It took a lot of thinking time to think that it was. Yeah. Like, it's, it's such a difficult there's, there's a line yeah and the line gets crossed a lot more because people don't realize there's a line oh definitely especially with like something as little as sexual comments that is sexual harassment right <laughs> it is crazy but like if we if someone was to ask me or like some of our mates oh does that happen we'd be like yes all the time yeah without a doubt but like no one really goes it. oh wait that's sexual assault everyone goes oh no that's just normal everyday life it's like you just laugh about it, and it's definitely not something to laugh about. But I feel like with I, I say this on every topic where I know, like, we're like, I'm not perfect. Like, I know I probably have laughed at someone saying a comment like that because you kind of what? Oh, there's a word in psychology which I can use here, and I can sound smart. You 
conform. You, you conform to the normalities of like everyone else around you to try and fit in. Yeah. But like, if everyone else is laughing at something and you're not, you don't want to be a person sat on their own not laughing. Especially on my case. I'm yeah, it's definitely... If everyone else in the group's laughing, I'll I'll sit there and laugh and then afterwards be like, I didn't want to laugh at that, but I just didn't want to fit in. I, yeah, I just wanted like you... to fit in. Yeah, it's like you have to fit in. Definitely. It's a sensitive topic. And in a way, you have to 110% know what you're on about. Otherwise, you could be blamed as, oh, no, you're saying the wrong thing. Like, you're putting wrong views in people's heads. And no, you're not. So you have to definitely know what you're talking about, in a way. Yeah. I think that's everything that we've said, isn't it? Another side of what we want to show is that it doesn't just happen to us. Not us, meaning us. Us meaning... Regular people. Yeah, regular people. We've we've brought up five stories, I believe, of different celebrities who've had. Yeah. And some of them that we read, we were like, oh, we, we were sat there like, oh my God, what? This person had it happen to them? Like, I would have never known. The first one we found, which shocked me a lot, was Lady Gaga. And this is kind of how, how it was explained on the website I found. <laughs> the lyrics in the pop stars Lady Gaga's song, Till It Happens to You, detail just how complicated... The aftermath of surviving a rape at the age of 19 is, as reported in Vanity Fair, you tell me it gets better, it gets better in time. You you'll, yeah, you say, I'll put, I'll pull myself together, pull it together, you'll be fine. Tell me, what, do you, what the hell do you know? What do you know? Gargar explained that the blame is commonly a thread that runs through many survivors' minds. Because the way that I dress... Nothing that it took of, noting that it took years of therapy for her to begin to heal. Okay, all right, just say hearing... that. I'm just it. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. But, like, just <laughs> hearing that of, like, Lady Gaga, knowing that she had the confidence just to talk out about it, but then to write, a, like, a song about it, because she was 19. Yeah, so at the same time, like, what? And she's like, like, you, like, never you would Thing, but she's kind of just gone. Fuck you! I'm gonna write a song about you, and make you look a horrible person. Yeah, like, like you. And that's the best way to be. I feel like. Like I don't know. I've never been yeah. for. It. But it's, it's better like... to be like, fuck you. It's all your fault than to go. No, it's all my fault. I should have done this differently. I should have done this differently because it isn't your fault. It's definitely like once it happens to you, like that's a burden you'll carry for the rest of your life. Like it's not like you can change it. Like you have to carry that for the rest of your life now. It is that's nothing to say that it's your fault. Like you didn't ask for him yeah. him or her or them to come <laughs> up and do something to you which you didn't want to happen. Yeah. You didn't ask for that. Yeah, it's like so it isn't your fault. Okay. The next one we found was Terry Cruz. Yes. I think. From yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, so the article we found says the former NFL player and Brooklyn Nine Nine actor tweeted in twenty seventeen that's a, oh my god, executive, executive. I got there, <laughs> at a Hollywood event, groped his privates in front of his wife. This whole thing with Harvey Weinstein's is giving me PTSD. Why? Because this kind of thing happened to me, Terry Crews wrote. After the incident, he said the executive grinned like a jerk. The executive's identity was revealed when Crews filed an ex- a sexual assault lawsuit against the WME agent Adam Venet, I think, yeah. stepped down from his position this September. Um, this September, know... whenever the yeah. article was written. Uh, off of in 2017 from the start of it, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing it was 2017 or later. But that frightens me. 
because this agent, whoever he is, Adam Bennett apparently, did yeah. this in front of his wife, um, yeah. Terry Crews' wife. Like, if people don't care anymore, that is just like, what the fuck? Like, like if that happens to me, like if someone say I was Terry Crews' wife, like get off my yeah, get off my husband, like don't back off. It's like, what you do in that situation? Like he was grinning about it. Like a jerk, apparently. Why? What goes through someone's head to go, oh yeah, I'm just going to randomly touch your private parts in front of your wife, or just in general touch your private parts? Like, no, let's not do that. We're not we're not in a relationship. This is not what any of us want. No, let's not touch each other's private parts. Let's not do that. Like, that's not. Especially because when it happened to me, I knew that person. I used to date that person. So my ex-boyfriend, which is probably worse, like, a stranger just coming up to you and touching snow. You can see, like, this area, I can't explain what that is. Like, around my waist, kind of. Yeah, it's like your like, rib cage. Kind of there. Like, this boy came up behind me in science and someone, like, grabbed, like, grabbed me there. And I turned yeah. around and like, grabbed his arms and I was like, yeah, the yeah. fuck off me. <laughs> Let's not touch him in the back. Let's not do that. I don't like you. You're not my mate. You know, anyone who I want yeah. to be touching my back, so get the fuck off me. Yeah. It's like, it becomes so normal for kids just to touch each other. I'm like, no, don't, let's not. Let's not touch each other. Let's not do that. Like, let's why? That. Why are you so obsessed with touching my body? Like, get off me. It's definitely, like, it's in the younger kids, like, it's definitely get, with the, I feel like the younger you get, the more you sexually think, but you don't know you're doing it. Like, for example, twerking or something. Younger kids do that now. Obviously, they don't mean it as in, like, a sexual activity, but it's just... It's weird to see, like, an eight-year-old twerking. It baffles me, because when I was eight, I was playing with bloody Barbies. Yes, exactly. It's like... The world's like, getting more dangerous as we're growing up, in it? Like, I, I do get scared sometimes. Like, what if we have kids, and, like, when they're tiny, they start doing all this? Like, no, just... Like, there are kids in my sister's school in, like, year five, four, three, who are vaping. That is, just, that is mental to me. If kids are doing that now, which when we when we were in primary school, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Like, but, if people are doing that now, think of what other things kids will be doing. It's like, for example, if I saw one, as curious as a child would be, I asked my mum. I used to call it a special pen. I used to think it was just a magic wand using the vapes. And they know... But it's just so... Oh, this world is dangerous and it's really scary to know how dangerous it all is. Another one of these stories that we have got is Paris Hilton, who I know, but I don't know why I know her. What is she in? What is she from? What does she do? She's basically famous for being famous. I think she's an actress. Okay. She went to the Hall earlier this year. I know her name and I know you. She's a model, I think. I'm not okay. sure. She recently revealed to Glamour UK... That she was drugged and raped at only the age of 15 by a man she met at an L.A. mall. One day, they invited, invited us to their house and were drinking those berry wine coolers. I didn't drink or anything back then. But when I when I had maybe one or two sips, I immediately started feeling dizzy and woozy. I didn't know what he put in there. I'm assuming it was a roofie, she said. I remembered it. I have visions of him on top of me. She also discussed more terrifying encounters. One with a high school teacher, where he tried to manipulate her, and run, and a run-in with a convicted rapist, Harvey Weinstein. Didn't we just hear us? Didn't we hear about Weinstein? I think so. I swear we heard about a Weinstein a minute ago. Hmm, who knows? I was, I heard, we've read about a Weinstein somewhere. I guess we'll see. As an editing note, the guy, Harvey Weinstein, 
Palestine. He is a convicted sexual assault and rapist. And he had like sexual assault and raped so many people. He's a horrible guy. And we mentioned him when we were talking about Terry Crew. I just want to jump back on with the 15 thing. One in the most, this is not anything against Paris Hilton. Why would you go back with a strange man you've only met and have alcohol at his house? To be fair though, she was like, you gotta think, when she was 15, obviously, that is all, what's that? In, in the 90s, maybe? Maybe early 2000s? Yeah. And like, it was definitely less dangerous, but still dangerous in a way. Yeah. So like, you've definitely got to think about the time. Yeah, that, that wasn't me. Yeah, that wasn't me blaming her. I'm just saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Don't. I'm saying just don't. <laughs> yeah. But the other two, like, that's three encounters. So, like, it absolutely baffled me when we were reading about it because she's yeah, because definitely. She... She's one of my favourite music artists. She's probably one world. of the most famous artists at the minute, if I'm honest. Yeah, like, I'm going to, I might be going to her Iris tour. I've just thought who it is, but you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, I'll maybe go into her shows. Like, that is just mental to me. It baffles me. Anyway, it is, drumroll, it's not a very good thing to talk about. Anyway, it's Taylor Swift. And, like, I would have never thought she had that done to her. So, in the article, it says, Taylor Swift accused David Muller, <laughs> who is at the time was a radio DJ, of groping her backstage at a concert in 2013 by his employee, Kay... YGO, a country music radio station in Denver, Colorado. Thank you. And sued Swift. But Swift wasn't about to take Muller's suit lying down. She filed a counter accusing Muller of reaching up her skirt and grabbing her butt as they posted a photo. I'm not going to allow you or your client to make me feel in any way that it was my fault. Because it isn't, so we're setting court in August 2017. Wow, it's just like keep your hands off other people. With all the stories, Taylor's definitely like I want to say relates, but it's definitely not the word. But it's definitely the closest to what happened to me in a way. So definitely feel some trauma bonding going on with me and Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just but, like yeah. you never expect someone as big as Taylor Swift to be like, oh, yeah, this happened to me. Yeah, it's like, what? It's kind of, your brain kind of goes, oh, it's Taylor Swift. She's not like us. That wouldn't, this all of stuff would never happen to her. Whereas yeah, in reality, think, it's like, she's still a human being just like everyone else. Yeah, I think you like disregard celebrities as like robots in a way. When they're not, they're actual human yeah. beings. Yeah. Our final person we have on our list is <laughs> my literal celebrity crush. Ryan McCartan. He's known for his roles on Broadway as Fierro and Wicked, in Heather's as JD, and known for his role in Disney Channel's Live and Maddie. This is kind of him explaining it himself. This was an interview he took part in for a new show he was going into on Broadway, but he was then questioned about his sexual abuse, and he, this is kind of him talking about it. I am... Um... I, so, as I think is, is unfortunately very common with sexual abuse victims, when you're young, morality isn't something you decide, it's something that's defined for you by adults that you trust. And so, with, with the person who, who committed this act against me, he had groomed me to believe that, that we were in love, that we were dating, that, that I was 12, and that this was like a, a really 
special thing. And so for the entirety of my life, the decade after that, this was like a, an interesting feather in my cap of being a young man who was not a young man, but of course you think of yourself that way when you're told that, right? Well, and you still are, I mean. Well, exactly. Because you've been trapped into an age. Right. And so, and so, so being a boy and having this older man who loves you, you think that you're special. And that narrative that I was special and that this was special continued until very recently when I suddenly came to terms with how old I was and how old he was and how, because now I'm around the age that he was. And so I'm thinking, what would it take for me to do what he did to someone who's 12 years old? And I would never, because it's so inappropriate. And that's when I realized, oh my God. Well, I think one of the things that they don't talk about when you're abused is that, first of all, sex feels good. And second of all, there's some kind of innate clock in us that tells us something's wrong. So there's this guilt that is there. And I, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because normally it takes you to get to my age to deal with it and realize, oh my God, and become healthy. And you seem to have done it so young. So, and I find that so remarkable. So, I, I mean, I would love to take credit for that, but, but honestly, what kind of tipped me over the edge, and this is sort of a divisive thing to say, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making any statement on the allegations themselves, but I watched that Michael Jackson documentary, and regardless of whether or not those allegations were true, what it did for me was, as I was listening to these men talk about their experience, I was like, oh my God, this sounds very familiar. And that's when I realized that I was I was also groomed, it, not not to the extent in this like mega stardom way that they claim to have been, but I was also groomed, and that these same tactics are used on one in six men in this country, and obviously more so for women. Um, and actually, the statistics have gotten even greater. They're actually in the Lovely. One in three for women. Meet a fellow person. Wow. That's why I've been talking about it. And that's why I wanted to. That was a lot. Mm, he was 12. That is absolutely mental. Knowing what I know, around about the time when this interview would have been, he would have been around 20 years old. Yeah. So imagine a 20. <laughs> imagine a 20 year old man. With a 12-year-old... No, I'm rephrasing that, actually. You know what I said. Imagine a 20-year-old adult with a 20-year-old... Uh, tw with a 12-year-old child. That is just... It's crazy. It's like, what, why would you be attracted to a 12-year-old child if you're 20? You're sick in the head. Um, it baffles me. I haven't thought it into before. That was me just putting it on there. <laughs> but, oh my God, it is. You never realise uh, what happens to someone. Definitely. What were you going to say, sorry? Just saying, it's crazy. Like, you never know 
who it could happen to. It could happen to anyone. And that's the sad reality of it. But imagine a twelve year old, twelve years old, and and going through that. Because, like, people then go, "But why did the twelve year old child not say anything?" Well, the twelve year old child being told, "Oh, we're in love, and I love you," and like, like, like what he said himself on the actual interview. Like, he was being told that he was a young man. He was like, they were in love, and they were in a relationship, and they were dating, and it was like, when you're being told, "Oh, you're so amazing," or "I love you," blah 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 blah. You believe it. At 12 years old, you believe this guy loves you. Yeah, definitely. He was groomed. And... It is crazy. And especially for me, like, this, this whole experience of finding these stories was infuriating for me because I couldn't find... Yeah. Like, Rose, you'll be able to say. I was sat there, like, in the in the least weirdest place, searching for someone who has spoken out about... A, a celebrity who's spoken out about a woman sexually assaulting a man or sexually yeah. assaulting someone else. And it was literally think, impossible. Yeah, I think... I've, this podcast is so good because it is raw and it just... Like, it gets to the point, like, we don't, like, shy away from it. It's like... We don't circle around the actual topic. We just go, here's the topic. This is what it is. It's a load of bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. When most people aren't, like, they don't get to the point. So, yeah. I think this is why the podcast is very good, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And it's like, with this topic, how it is, it's so... Frequent is the word I'm going to use. It happens yeah. so often, and it happens to so many more people. And like, like you said in the video, like one in six, one in six men in America, it happens to. It's just crazy. And it's like I feel bad for all the men. In my, this is me speaking as a man, not trying to sound stereotypical or like anything like that or sexist. But, like, I feel like for all the men who's gone through it, it's like, oh, no, it's not that. It's not sexual assault. You've not been raped. Yes, you have. <laughs> if, someone has done, if someone has made, like, if someone has forced you into having sexual relationship or moments, what's the word, sexual activity with them, and you didn't consent yeah. to it, you didn't want it to happen, you were saying no, you were unconscious, whatever, that is still <laughs> rape. And sexual assault it's not sexual misconduct it's not so it's not whatever they call rape when it's not yeah it's like it's not that it is rape like everyone's going away but a man can't be raped because he has a penis he has the penis like you can still be raped everyone's like oh but a man has to be like oh he has to want it well to be able to have sex no that's not how the human body works <laughs> biology here like no I wouldn't worry. But the, the how the human body works is that in those moments, like moments like this, which this is getting really, really raw. Um, men it. can't control it. In my, is the way I'm going to put it. Yeah. And it's it sounds stupid, but men can't control when they get. I was just going to say aroused. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to be brutally honest with this. Topic. I don't care anymore. 
It's not. Uh, it's just. I like the whole message of this episode is speak out. Yeah, like you yeah. spread awareness, please. Because it happens so often, even something as small as making a sexual comment about someone, whistling at someone. Yeah. It isn't right. It isn't the it thing. It isn't cool. Yeah. It's sexual assault. <laughs> it's like I didn't want to speak up and I think this shows how bad it is in a way like I didn't want to speak out about it I was defending the person that did it to me when I am actually the victim like my friends had to be like no don't defend him like it's not your fault in a way and I was like yes it is like just leave it just leave it and I think it shows how bad it can get so how normalised huh? is. Yeah. Like, Sorry. if anyone's out there and they've had it done to them, but they haven't reported it, and, like, even if you don't report it to the police or anyone, report it to someone. Like, just tell your friends or tell your family or your school, whatever. Because, because they, it does help a lot. And you not doing it, Gives the person who did it to you the feeling they they are able to do it again. It they gives them the power. Powerful. Yeah. You. If so, if, what I'm trying to say is take the power for yourself because you don't deserve what's happened. Yeah, it's like no one will blame you. No one's blamed me. I will say it's no one. Yeah. <laughs> No one has came up to me deliberately, like they might have said it behind my back or whatever, but no one's came up to me and said, that's your fault, like he's done it to you because it's your fault. No one actually blames you. Everyone supports you. You just need to build up the courage and speak out. Even if you tell, but Childline, obviously we already spoke about Childline, but even if you just tell one of your mates, like just get someone to support you and give you reassurance because honestly... Is the best thing in the world you could do coming from yeah. a victim myself. And I agree. Don't be afraid to talk out about it because you don't want to give the predator like control because they don't deserve it. They've had more than they deserve. Yeah. Like they've had a lot more power than they need. But say, I want to just keep reiterating like, the best thing you can do for your own mentality is tell someone because then you're not facing this big issue and problem on your own. Yeah. Because, right. and people, I've, I've heard stories of people going, oh yeah, but I don't want my husband to know, my girlfriend to know because they might say this or that. Yeah. I'm saying if they blame you, they're not worth it. I definitely worried about my boyfriend right now. Not because I thought he was going to blame me, but I thought he has anger issues. So I thought he's going to go off the rails when he hears about this. Like he's he's going to go mental. But he didn't. He actually he did. But once I helped, like once I comforted him, he reassured me and he told me it's okay. Like get you will get through it. 
nothing yeah, definitely have. You kind of got to show you got to be there, like don't rise up to it to them and I'm saying them because of yeah like don't rise up to them because the perpetrator in the situation is disgusting for one <laughs> and two if they've had that mindset of like I'm gonna go and do this to this person yeah they don't so... deserve the satisfaction of a reaction yeah with some people they're like don't give them any reaction like don't get angry you do get angry it's a human reaction like you do cry you do get angry it's just a human way of coping but like trying you need to think of a more mature way to handle it in a way and kind of be there towards the person show that you're not that you're not affected, but that you're a survivor. Yeah. Like because Lady Gaga, you are. she made a badass song about it. Like, that is <laughs> actually so cool. I want to make a song. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would not be a very good singer, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, kind of just show that you're, like, what they did to you. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, they're a horrible person. But, but like, I came back from it. Like, I'm not letting you control my life. Like with you, for instance, like I assume I'm, I'm assuming here, like you still like hug and like hold hands, be boyfriend in public and stuff. Yeah. And even course. that is, <laughs> even that is kind of just showing like you've not yes. affected me enough to go. I'm just gonna push you away, and that's something yes. I like. I like applaud you on because, like within the first week of it, I definitely pushed people away, but then. My mate That's a human reaction. Yeah, my mate definitely helped. She was like, come on, like, he hasn't actually, like, your boyfriend hasn't actually done anything wrong. And I yeah. was like, yes, you know what? I'm not going to let that person affect my life anymore. It's like, it's a way of saying, like, fuck you. Like, I can do, I can still be normal, even if you haven't yes. affected me. We love it. <laughs> yes. I'm just really proud of you. This is my moment to just say to you, like, I'm proud how you've dealt with it all, because... Yeah. I'm definitely a lot more sensible. No, because, like, a lot of people wouldn't have told anyone, but you told the right people, you you told your boyfriend, you've told your family, and now you're on this podcast, like, telling <laughs> other people just to be there to go, this is my experience, please try and get help. Yeah, it's definitely... Like, you're amazing. It's not like I have, like, a mother role, like, a role model, but I definitely think if more people... Obviously, people speak out about it anyway, but if regular people, including, obviously, celebrities, but if regular people speak out about it, if they go on podcasts, if they tell, like, even your local newspaper or something, it still brings other victims courage to come out, in a way. Yes, so yeah, we love it. <laughs> well, we don't love the topic, but we love speaking. No, about but we love we love the survivors because yeah, it they definitely don't takes deserve what's happened. Lot. It takes a lot of confidence and courage to be like, okay, yeah. I'm going to speak out now. Like, I'm not letting you control my life anymore. Yeah, but yeah. My, my final message for the episode because we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs>
more towards obviously we've spoken a lot about women and my message mainly is to everyone in general men women non-binary people whatever else people identify as in this day and age don't forget the cats and dogs <laughs> speak out because it doesn't matter what gender you are you still deserve to speak out and get your um what's the word get your not revenge that's not the word but like your message across. Get your yeah. message across and get the person who did the thing to you. Get him, make like, him regret it. Make him responsible. Or them responsible, like, sorry. Once again, gender stereotypes. Make them responsible. Like, make their life a living hell. Yeah. Being... So, Rose, what's your one main message that you want to give out from this episode? Um, it's probably definitely to speak out. Don't blame yourself. Don't make them seem like the victim because they have done that to you and you have not done it to yourself. So speak out. Don't be afraid. And that is my message. Okay. My main message is kind of three in one. <laughs> one, because I'm really here pushing men. One, men don't sexual assault. Don't do it. Anyone don't sexual assault. Not fun. Not a good idea. Two, if you're a man and you've had it done to you, it's not weak, it's not stupid, it's not like, oh, you're a girl for speaking out about it, just deal with it. Like, you, like men want sex. No. If you don't want it, you don't need to want it. Like, you are your own person, and if you don't want it, it is sexual assault. If you say no, it's sexual assault. And kind of a generalised, anyone, don't be afraid to speak up because you're the victim, not the predator well this has been a hard-hitting episode for your first episode rose <laughs> it definitely has but i'm excited for more yeah episodes <laughs> the next episode that will be out we don't know a time frame yet but it'll be out soon and we'll introduce you to our other new staff member sky they're one of our good friends mine and Aaron. uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're one of our good friends, mine and Rose's, and they're from the drama place we go to. So I can't wait to actually get to sit down and do an episode with them. And that first episode will be sexism, which is kind of linking into how we were this episode, I feel like. Because yeah. we were, like, not purposefully, we were almost accidentally sexist, I'd say. But no, I feel like this topic is kind of yeah. It's definitely like stereotyped. Yeah, because like me trying to find a story like where is where it wasn't just men who was doing it. That was literally impossible. I couldn't find one really. It's really difficult because you never can tell when you're. At least in my opinion, you really struggle to tell when you're being sexist. Yes, definitely. Because it's become such such a normality of life. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun yet controversial episode to jump into next week or next Exciting time. Exciting times. Yeah. So if you guys like Rose being a part of our podcast, like... They better. <laughs> put it in the question I'm, box below your opinions on how you think Rose's first episode was. I'm here to say. <laughs> yeah. You'll be hearing a lot more from episode-wise from Rose, Sky, Evan and Elliot. Sharky has taken more of a editorial right. manager role behind the scenes and they've took more responsibility behind the scenes 
than being up on, up front on the podcast because they struggle to like talk a lot like be really vocalized where the rest of us are better at talking yeah. about the stuff and they're really good as like being our manager and like working all the behind the scenes things so we're really lucky to have them on our team so make sure you tune in good. next time and keep your eye on the instagram because we have a few exciting projects coming up one that Rose herself has helped me come up with. Keep your eyes peeled and check out our YouTube channel because in the next few weeks I'm releasing five different covers of different songs including my new favourite song Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. So keep your eye out on... that song. Same. Keep your eye out on the YouTube channel and we'll see you soon. Bye. Very exciting times.